Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, are you ready? Cox ATA and the adventure begins proudly brings to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG. We are Nerd Thug Wrestling. Yay. Air guitar. You know if you say air guitar, they... they... Air guitar. Okay, that's fair. Air drums. I can feel it I was coming in you going to go Mike Tyson and punch on the cymbals? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Or worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget you can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio or the revamped NerdThugRadio.com. That's right. New and improved. New and improved. Slightly improved. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> moderately improved. <laughs> moderately. There are sections on NerdThugRadio.com. You can click on the subheader at the top. You can go straight to the NerdThug Wrestling shows or straight to the NerdThug Sports shows because every Monday, Thursday, and Friday from 2 to 3 p.m., NerdThug Entertainment invades the Conroe Radio. Woo! It's pretty awesome, right? I mean, I don't like when you say invades. It makes me sound like a like a Mongolian horde. We are. Look at you. All right. Well, you would be a great Mongolian horde. I want to be a Viking wives. horde. I would have 15 wives. Vikings well. don't have multiple wives. I would have 15 wives, and all of them would be really upset when I came home. All six is from the Midwest. They would all be disappointed every time I showed up. So, uh, I'm back. Guess who's back? The yeah. Captain Joey Savage. The little stint on Nerd Thug Sports yesterday. Yeah. Super fun. Thanks for having me there. L- lowest rated episode in our Welcome history. Welcome to my show now. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, we got a lot of stuff I want to cover. I want to I start the show today, talk a little bit about WrestleMania, how unexcited I am so much that I didn't even know the date was. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a really compelling story with Big E that we're going to play some uh, clip that he released from his Twitter page in segment two. Yeah. yeah. Um, then I want to get into away from the WWE. Not really. No, nah, not away. We. I've been teasing. I want to talk about NXT and the expansion since we started the show. Yeah. We've never gotten to it. No, you're right. So we're going to spend some time on that today, and then we'll wrap it up with the uh, un-WWE scene in the last segment. Sound good okay. to you? Yeah. Let's get rocking and rolling. I'm just, I'm uh, just here for the girls. They. <laughs> I was going to sing a song. <laughs> Do that for the girls. <laughs> I've listened to a lot of <laughs> classic rock radio lately. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Is it the, I know which station you're talking 1069. about. One oh six nine. Oh no, I thought it was a different one. You think ninety seven one? That's classic country. No, uh, is it ninety five seven now? That just kind of plays whatever. Oh, I don't know. I don't listen to that station. Yeah, they just literally like it used to be a rap station at one point, right? Yeah, it was like it was like hip hop and pop music, and now it's literally like their their bit. Like the guy comes on and goes, "We don't even know what we're gonna. We play don't next. know what's gonna happen next." No, but listen to a lot of classic rock. Okay, um, so good. I'm not sure that let's hear it for the girls is classic rock, but okay. I mean, it is. It, it's old music. I don't think it's classic, classic rock. Rock. I don't think so. Uh, so this week on TV, uh, they announced two new matches for WrestleMania. Kind of uh, more than two, a lot. But I'm, they just Rey Mysterio just shows up. I'm fighting Samoa Joe at WrestleMania for the title now. Right? Did you win a number one contenders match? Because you've been losing every time I turned around and watched. No, he TV. got the pin on Samoa Joe in a fatal four way last week. But then they brought Damian, his son. Right. Ugh. I really thought they were going to do something where like Samoa Joe attacks his son backstage or something great. obnoxious. That'd have been cool. That'd have been just as. 
some I, I hate the thing that they've done with Samoa Joe where like he's so dangerous and off script he'll go to your house yeah like yeah like, no he won't no no he won't that's a long walk for him right can he Uber there he's tired coming down the ring yeah yeah he comes down the ramp and he's super tired uh, next week they announced a fatal four way match the winner takes on Oscar uh, did oh, you see really? that yeah no. so it's Mandy Rose Sonya Deville Carmella and why are Mandy uh, and Sonya gonna fight. Because they've been kind of like, you know. A little chippy. Chippy. So now it's a fatal four with them two, Carmella and Naomi. The winner goes on to take on Oscar at WrestleMania. Can I? Can I? I, Go ahead. WWE does this with every single tag team in the history of tag teams. They They, have a division for women now. And they still do this thing where after X amount of time, and and the, the X is a variable. It is a different amount of time for all of them. But when they think a tag team is done, instead of just moving both parties on, they do a dumb tag team rivalry for a little bit. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville could just simply go their separate ways. No, they but they, just they don't do singles. There no, is they don't. a You're tag right. team women's division that just got their first belts not that long ago. But what makes even less sense is that one of the longest tenured current tag teams, now that there's a women's championship, is now going to break up and fight each other <sighs> for, for, the, for the right to fight Asuka. Like, yeah. Uh, I hate it. They are making oh, uh, Miz and Shane. Yeah, that was that coming three hundred miles away. Triple H and Bautista. Triple H and Bautista. Kurt Angle uh, retirement match against, against Baron, Baron Corbin. Corbin. Oh, who cares? I do. You know what I do like though? They care so little about Braun Strowman. He's going back into that Royal Rumble. Thank you. So in my weekly column on Sports Map, I touched on the fact that there. So now between the Triple H Bautista match, the Kurt Angle going away match, and the Beth Phoenix Natasha Hart. Wrestling Sasha and Bailey for the titles, which makes no sense either. Uh, they're now so loaded with old timers that Braun Strowman at WrestleMania, who headlines your your December cards, now has to go back to, to the Royal to the Andre the Giant Memorial Royal Rumble. Yeah, I um, you Th- know that's an embarrassment. By the way, uh, on Raw, they're so out of people right now that No Way Jose had a match against Elias in a mask. Yeah. He no, he took up. the mask off. Yeah, but, but he mean, had a mask on. That and was Apollo Cruz wrestled. And, yeah, and Apollo Cruz. That was uh, and Apollo Cruz wrestled Baron Corbin, and won. And on and on top of that, they did the. They're giving Kurt Angle these matches like going away. He looks like garbage right now. Who cares? He uh, at one point, uh, Chad Gable kicks him out of the ring. Kurt Angle almost got count out getting back in the ring. Right. Like, okay, we've joked how he can't stand up that his knees won't go straight yeah. anymore. Literally to get back in the ring, he he did like a half crawl slash roll. It's ridiculous. The guy's broken. He's broken down. Just get rid of him. I don't know why they. I I, I, I commented in my column that uh, it's six months too late for this Kurt Angle farewell thing. Eight hours is what they're saying WrestleMania is going to be from. Is the, it sixteen matches? The start, the pre matches, all the way to the end. Oh, and Buddy Murphy's defending against Tony Nice. That's going to be on the pre-show, obviously. That should be on the Saturday show. I don't um, care. I'm really excited for the... You mentioned Saturday. So Saturday... The Hall of Fame stuff? No. Oh. Yeah, screw that. Oh. Um, in New York, at Madison Square Garden, uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan are putting on a joint show. We're having, like, champions versus champion matches. <laughs> like... That's kind of a better thing right? to do right there in town at WWE's yeah. feet. Yeah. 
But you know what's funny is I didn't realize this. Brock was the one who kind of pointed this out to us when we had him on Brock Baker of the Hooligan Hour. Brock Shout out. Baker. Um, how, how when WrestleMania was in New Orleans, that essentially the entire wrestling world was in New Orleans. Comes to WrestleMania. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't realize that. Every so that like Ring of Honor and New Japan will come and do events. So the last couple years, New Japan and Ring of Honor have become more mainstream. Yes. So now they're getting even more mainstream, um, and they're doing stuff on WrestleMania weekend. At first, like, WWE tried to block them because I think it was at Madison Square Garden. They've had such a great history. Yeah. And then they're like, uh, no. So they, like, almost, like, took back the shows they were at. They're like, uh, nope, we're here. We're going to be we're here. We're definitely going to do it. Uh, which yeah, look, if cool. they make the deposit, what's WWE going to do? There's not a single WrestleMania. There's one WrestleMania match I want to see so far. Okay. Just which, one. Which one? That's the Rousey, Becky Lynch, Charlotte. I Only because uh, I love watching Charlotte and Becky in the ring. And I want to see if they do the right thing and get the payoff with Becky winning. I want to see if they do that. So you think, so for you, the perfect ending is Becky winning against Charlotte and Ronda. Becky better either win or there better be something insane that goes down. I think... I think Becky wins, and I think that they put Ronda on the shelf for a little while. Well, she's already said she wants to like take time off. Well, th- already that was a rumor that she shot down. She shot it down, and she actually shot it down pretty soundly. the The talk was that after that, her contract was for a year, and that post WrestleMania, her and her boo had been talking about making a baby. Travis Brown, who was on Raw this week, who was, and I think that was dumb too. Um, I, I like the direction of Rousey as like this heel now. Like, look, you boo me, whatever. I just don't believe her. Right. That's the problem is her mic skills are so bad it doesn't yeah. work. It just doesn't work. I just don't believe her. But, like I said, I do like the route they took with her. Like, okay, you know what? And they're doing it through social media, too, and they're trying to pump it up. I think that's the way to go. She's just so terrible on the mic that it's hard to believe. She needs Paul Heyman more than anyone If ever. they gave her Paul Heyman, her career would be a complete difference. So, okay, so there's a Leo Rush. There's a Paul Heyman. Is there anyone else that you like? Maybe Adam Graves. You know, like uh, I mean, like who go out there and kind of Graves. Yeah, I don't even think. I mean, Leo Rush is getting a lot of pop backstage for his work. Um, that would help Ronda. It's got to be Paul Heyman. That's it. That's, That's the only it? person that can help. You him. don't. The only other way they could help Ronda, and we talked about this when Brock was here, is if they do something with the other three horse original horsewomen. The horse. You do the horse. Put women. all four of them together and just. At this point, just see what happens. But they don't even need to. Like, the other women don't need to do it. Like, there's no reason for Charlotte or Ronda or Sasha or Bailey to even do it. Not for the wrestling four, but for the MMA four, like, it would it would catapult them. Yeah, but they keep doing this thing where they keep skipping people. Yeah, and I knows? just... Uh, so, SmackDown was great. It only had, like, two matches. Then it had this huge gauntlet match. Yeah. What they're doing with Kofi Kingston and this title is insane. SmackDown is getting the biggest pops. Social media is going crazy. Um, the fans are getting really behind Kofi. Vince is playing Vince against Kofi. Um, he had a gauntlet match this week. If he won the gauntlet match, he gets to go to WrestleMania, wins the gauntlet match. And then and it's like, nope, you got to beat Daniel Bryan, which he didn't do. So now right. he's not going to WrestleMania. Uh, which I don't of, I don't believe. That. I, as of now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what it's sparking is this big, like, social media is latching onto this. And I think in this in this day and age, uh, I think social media ha- plays a lot into what 
goes great with professional yeah. wrestling. Absolutely. Whether it be WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan, well, and WWE all elite wrestling, whatever. has weaponized social media. They and, definitely have. But the fans are catching on to this, too. Yeah. Um, and so uh, there's a really great, not really, uh, there is, there there was, Big E went on to his own Twitter, released a two-minute video, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. discussing after the events of what happened. We're going to play it for you at the beginning of the next segment. And then we're going to talk about it because I think it's the most compelling story in wrestling right now. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Go nowhere. The adventure begins. Comics, games, and more is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! And next Saturday, they've got Pokemon, and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Men guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. So get on 1488 and enter the nerd vana you deserve where the adventure begins. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. We've had some time to, to contemplate what happened Tuesday night and uh, obviously Kofi's performance and uh, the aftermath and our reaction to, to all of that and uh, a little bit of time to reflect too on, I guess, kind of our, our careers and why we, we do this. Um, you know, you, you think of this business to some degree being a meritocracy, that if you work hard, uh, you show up early, you stay late, you do all the right things, you jump through all the right hoops, uh, you're respectful, you don't break the law, um, that, that you, you, you get good at your craft, that you really hone that, that you find a place with fans, uh, you separate yourself, you find a niche, you separate uh, yourself uh, from a character perspective, from an in-ring perspective, you do everything, you check all the boxes, uh, you show up in shape, you, you do everything that's asked of you in this business that that if you do all those things, you have a good chance of making it to the top. But now we, we, we understand the game. We see what the game is, that people, people like us will only get so far, that you can climb the mountain. They'll let you climb the mountain. But as far as getting to the peak and, and staying at the peak, or, it's, it's, it's not a thing that, that people like us, historically, and moving forward clearly, can only get so far. So you know we um, we've done a lot of cool things here. We've uh, been able to to do a lot of things that we never could have imagined we could do. But uh, clearly, we are never meant 
to be more than this. And for people like us, that's not enough. And it will never be enough. So, uh, you know, we got to sit back and think whether, you know, continuing to be to be gone for 250 days plus a year is worth it of, of missing the family time of uh, doing this to our bodies, you know, leaving a piece of yourself in the ring uh, that you can never get back. All the things that we give, if it's worth it, when we can only get this far. So we got a lot of thinking to do. Uh, you know, obviously proud of Kofi, uh, proud of us as a trio, proud of what we've done. But uh, if this is all we ever will be, uh, I don't know if it's worth it. So, Corey. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. the most compelling story going on now because, okay, as I listened to this the first time, the first thought that popped in my head was, Everyone knows wrestling is fake and it is scripted, heavily scripted in the WWE, more so than any other wrestling organization. Right. So seeing this, it's like, it's on his personal Twitter. I've, I've known a lot of people who've got on their personal Twitter and said some things and gotten in trouble. Yep. Um, as of this recording, it's not down yet. Um, but he makes a lot of true statements, so it starts getting you. It starts getting you in the feels, right? Right. So you question me. You're like, is this really kayfabe or kayfabe? Yeah. You know, like which is it, the the behind the scenes term for for fake real, the wrestling that, story. Yeah. I mean, he's saying things. You're like, he's absolutely right. I totally agree with that. Is this WWE doing this to me? Is this Big E doing this to me? So is he being honest? So last week on Nerdthug Wrestling, we had Nico on. You were out of town, and Vince McMahon had just given the. Kofi, I don't think you're good enough speech. Kofi, I don't think you can I don't think you can cut it. You've been here eleven years. If you were supposed to be champion, you'd be champion already, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Blah, 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 blah. And I pointed out to Nico that it felt very you people, as in racial. But they they went out of their way to get just right against you people. Right. Without saying you people. Yeah. They they Vince for a guy who's doing professional entertainment he has great control yeah and it really felt like they were getting right against on the it. line without crossing it exactly and and they're telling a story without using the words they right and, and right now it's still still in this in society there's race is a huge thing absolutely race is a massive conversation conversation and right when now. you look at it from the whole I can only name two African American heavyweight champions the WWE has used, but one of them Booker was a five time champion, Booker T and Mark Henry. Um, now they've had some, you know, Latino champions and some stuff like that, but heavyweight champion. Now there's been African Americans who held the Intercontinental title, the U.S. title, tag team titles, cruiserweight titles, NXT titles, but heavyweight. Yep, yep. And when you look at what um, those three guys are, Biggie, Xavier, and and Kofi, the New Day. Um, they're all great wrestlers. Every time they go out there, they put on... When they wrestle in, on pay-per-views, their matches are generally one of the more exciting matches on there. But let's... let's They've also been comic relief. Right. Let's have this conversation real quick, too. Kofi, uh, Big E, mm -hmm. before he got to kind of write his own ticket, he was AJ's bodyguard. Remember? He was, he he was, was the muscle. He was, he was Dolph, Ziggler's muscle. He, was, he broke in as Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard. But we knew people who had been in the NXT program with him, who said that New Day Big E is real Big E. And Big yes. E is hilarious and larger than life and great Big energy. Big E was champion in NXT. He but, would pin people for five seconds instead of three. But when he broke into the WWE, the role WWE gave, gave him, him was bodyguard. Was bodyguard. 
uh, Xavier Woods same was, was kind a, of like an upstart. He was a, a professor. It was a comic relief thing. It was. Uh, and Kofi Kingston was always – He broke in on the new ECW – as this Jamaican who even talked with a Jamaican accent, and he's not, he's even, not Jamaican. He's not even Jamaican. Uh, so this whole Xavier Woods is how they got New Day to be able to get a mic and come together. Originally, they were going to be like a bad guy staple. Yeah. And, and Xavier Woods was like, listen, just give me 40 seconds with the mic and let us do our own heel turn, and the fans will love us. And, and he basically did. bet his job on it, though. Vince McMahon was yeah. like, you feel that strongly? And he was like, yes, I do. Give me my shot. And if it doesn't work, I don't deserve to be here. Kind they of hosted thing. WrestleMania. Their apparel is like the number one selling. Uh, yeah, and they come up with the great shop stuff. The bootios, the pancakes, pancakes. They do these great they things. They do great stuff. But all of it is self made. And is. I think that that's worth ha- pointing out in this conversation is that when Vince gave them things, it was second tier stuff. And it took them taking control of their careers to get where but they are now. But sometimes that happens, right? Yeah, 100%. Um, it definitely does. But it does add an element to this where. Vince only saw these guys as B and C players. Which, you know, okay, for, for every right, Stone Cold Steve Austin, um, he did win the King of the Ring. But he cut the promo but that the made promo him Stone Cold. the promo he cut is yes. what turned him in. It wasn't Vince making him. No. There are, there are several stars that Vince makes. Yes. And then there's people who the fans latch onto. And that promo um, was such an, a moment because the Monday Night Wars were, were, were dawning, and yeah. there was just this opportunity, and Stone Cold stole it. And so now you have this situation where you've got these three guys who, by all means, can go anywhere else in the world and be the top dog. Um, they've done it themselves. They've, they've created this. And, you know, he was right. They checked off all the boxes. They did everything you're supposed to do, and they're not getting a chance. We all know that it's scripted and it's fake. So we knew something was crazy was going to happen. Is this Vince playing off of the fans' emotions, and, and, and this, is this a big work, or is this really heartfelt? Like, I am more excited to see what goes on with this than anything WWE has to offer me right now, even including NXT, which I am, as you know, a huge fan of. I, so let me let me give you my theory here. And it, I would is, love to hear your okay. theory. So my theory is, if you remember uh, about a month back when all the AEW stuff ignited this year. All Elite Wrestling has turned the world of wrestling upside down. But what it definitely did to WWE is we had been saying they have so many people. Yep. And the middle of their roster was essentially like, I'm not going anywhere. Either let me loose or give me a shot. Yeah. I think New Day floats in that middle. Yes. Where they warrant screen time. They're worthwhile to have in matches. I had heard before that New Day was, that WWE wanted New Day to one day be the tag team record holder. Like, someone who's had the title X amount of times. But that's still years away. That's yeah. still years away because I think they need to win it like ten more times. No, nah, I think they're close. I don't think they're not like not like within three. Like not like not like they're it could happen in a year. Pretty close. Um, but I think what happened is New Day basically said, "Listen, we we're, we're kind of a big deal." Um, and I don't know if their contracts ended together at all. I'm sure they've been the New Day long enough that I bet they signed and resigned together. Um, and I and I I gotta feel like they said, "Listen, we need a push. We need a moment." And so this is where that kind of comes up, where all of a sudden... You know, I think they've been pushing for this, and I've been hearing also uh, ramblings and all my research and, and the rumors and stuff that the WWE wanted... And this is going back months now. They wanted to split New Day up and push one person as like a... And it, it, wouldn't say, it never would say who. But they wanted to give one of them a shot. And, them a shot. and I don't think New Day has any interest in splitting up. No, I don't. And there's no reason to because... No, the checks are huge. Together. Yeah, the checks are um, huge. There's no way they want to break up. I think it, what's great about wrestling, too, is none of this would be happening right now 
if Mustafa Ali doesn't hurt himself in a house <laughs> show on a weekend before a SmackDown show. No, you're right. You're right. Right? Kofi comes in there. Because it would be Mustafa Ali in the gauntlet match thing. And so they come in like, okay, yeah. Mustafa, you were going to be the one because you're younger and you're you know, more in shape. I'm going to say it. You're going to last longer than everybody else. Yeah. The fans are really popping you. Like, so cut a 50-minute match. Kofi, can you do this? And it goes so huge that now all of a sudden, okay, what do we do here? Uh, I've seen a lot of things on Twitter where they say that uh, the uh, New Day should make a, f- a switch and be the new nation of domination. Um, I, I, I don't think they have to really make a switch so much as just be the New Day and just start wrecking stuff. Right. Come out and be excited and be high energy and play the trombone and then just interrupt every match. Just, just, just do it. Yeah. I don't like it's so exciting and seeing Big E and pushing this agenda through his social media just fires it up even more. It does, and it also electrifies the conversation. I think this is kind of the put the pin on my idea. Is I do think when the new day came to Vince and said, "Listen, I want to, we want to do something different." I think that they kind of they might have even behind the scenes. I'm I'm totally speculating here, but they might have been like, "Look, guys like us are never going to get a WWE title shot." And I think Vince goes, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, maybe you're onto something there." Maybe, and then maybe that's the that's how the conversation starts with them. Is where the NXT is where the new day guys are going. And it could be like, "Okay, well, go out there and show me something." Right. And, Nobody in any stadium right now going to a WWE event wants to see Kofi in a championship match more than anybody else on the roster. Right. No one could care less. No one cares less about the Brock Lesnar match right now. No. All anybody Which cares is weird about because the whole the whole thing for Brock Lesnar is everyone hates him so much they always want to see him lose. And no one cares. Anymore. And no one's even looking. All at they right care now. all they care about now. Is Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston. Kingston. And as it stands this instant, as we record, that match isn't going to happen. No, it's not. Now, and we know it will. I, I don't it's believe for to. a second it doesn't happen. So what that means to me is obviously they're going to turn around. Something's going to happen. They've got th- They've happen. got two more SmackDowns before the end. But when you get into wrestling, the most fun stories to watch, the most interesting stories to watch, are the ones that seem so real to you, right? True. And this one seems real. So, hey, we'll see how it plays out. All right, we're going to jump out to take a break. We come back. We're finally going to do it. We're going to talk NXT and its expansion. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session. So let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday they have Yu-Gi-Oh! and next Saturday they've got Pokemon and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Man guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. 
So get on 1488 and enter the Nerdvana you deserve where the adventure begins. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling, baby. Yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Carnos FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Or all the wide at IRLoneStar.com. Don't forget to check us out at NerdThugRadio.com and Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Back that slash. Back that slash up. And then uh. click on that subheader that says Nerd Thug Wrestling. Check out all the previous shows. Mm. What's really great is we got a couple interviews coming up the next coming weeks for this Nerd Thug Wrestling show. That's right. We're taking it to the next level. I'll tell you who's telling it, taking it to the next level. Go on. Corey. Oh, we're talking about The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. They're now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Pokemon going on, and next weekend, they're going to have Yu-Gi-Oh! And coming up this Friday is Hellboy Day. They got freebies available, including buttons and bookmarks and other things. Make sure uh, to make this place your new store and open a pull box with The Adventure Begins. They're giving a 10% discount currently for a certain number of boxes that get opened. Once those, once they reach that number they're looking for, they're cutting off the 10% discount. As long as you keep your box valid by going at least once a month and getting your books, that 10% discount will exist for as long as you're there. So that's you're talking about thousands of dollars of savings over time. Make sure you go to The Adventure Begins. Get a pull box today. Go on 1488. Enter the Nerdvana. You deserve where the adventure begins. It begins. So as we're recording Nerd Thug um, Wrestling, we like to watch uh, the most current NXT episode. You like um, to? I love it. It gets you pumped up too. I'm just not sure. I don't like some of. The, I don't get some of their stuff. Like why? Why are they? You talked about this. It sure, just was a good point. The Ricochet Alistair Black thing. They're fighting right now in the middle of this Dusty Rhodes tag classic thing. As a tag team. And now they're fighting each other. And then they're also... Oh, they're fighting Alistair Black and Ricochet are fighting each other now? So, okay. So, what you're watching now. So, uh, NXT champion Tomasa Ciampa was supposed to take on Johnny Gargano at the takeover that happens the Saturday before WrestleMania in a two out of three falls match. Uh, Tomasa Ciampa's neck is about to fall off. Yeah. So he had to relinquish the title. So what they literally doing, just showed the surgery on this NXT thing, and I started thinking to myself, when was the last time you saw a real surgery on TV? Right. So what they're doing is they have taken uh, Triple H comes out, mentions it, and he they've taken the top five guys in NXT right now, which is Adam Cole, um, Velveteen Dream, it is Aleister Black, Ricochet, and Matt Riddle, and their fatal five way. The winner gets to fight Johnny Gargano for the title. Five is too many people. It's about to get crazy. You have to have an even number. It's about to get cray-cray. Uh, that's what's happening. So, But as we watch NXT, um, so there's NXT. They've, they've grown. They've started an NXT UK uh, brand now. Uh, there are talks about having like an NXT Japan um, in the next uh, year or so. Um, and so what I think is kind of cool, and it's, I want to get your opinion. I mean, you're not a huge NXT fan, but uh, the people like it. The people in England and are in the UK are really digging their own brand. Like the shows are selling out. Um, it's their own homegrown stars. And basically, what the WWE is doing is they're almost like doing the old school territory thing back in the day. They're going in and creating their own brand in different parts of the world. 
they've got this network. They can put it on the network. The only fault I have with the UK is they give all the spoilers out on, on social media during the day, and I'm at work, so I can't watch it. Um, but I think it's very interesting that they're going and they're, they're creating their own like small brands in uh, different parts of the world and putting it on TV and giving some people who typically haven't had exposure in the, in the, on a big screen, they're giving them exposure. Um, I think it's a pretty good business model. for. I mean, you already have – you've got the network. Um, as we knew with the, the NXT UK style, it didn't cost them a whole lot. They didn't contract but maybe two or three guys to start with. Once it was successful, then they extended contracts out, which you weren't a fan of, yeah, but it's yeah. worked for them. Uh, but it seems like they're, they're thinking about doing this in different uh, markets all across the globe and making the WWE even more global than it is now. Uh, give me thoughts or, or on that. Um, so here's where... Uh I think it's, I think it's short term, a good idea, okay. and then I think long term it's a bad idea. So yes, I do think they're kind of going back to almost like the old school regional days, but it's also the one thing I've kind of picked up on watching the indie wrestling that we watch is these. It's it's very, it feels very nineties style wrestling. It's not it's not modern WWE wrestling. But if you've watched. NXT UK, you have it. No, I have. Um, out of everyone that is on that brand right now, uh, I I could see a couple of the ladies making it to the big big uh the big roster, but as far as the male competitors, mm-hmm. um, I can only see right now two, maybe three that can make the big roster. One of them has no intention of leaving the UK at all. Well, that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna. So these. So it feels very. 90s wrestling, which when these guys step up to the big leagues, it just doesn't translate. Which uh, you won't see a lot of the UK guys trans- step up. No. Um, you're starting, I mean, you know what, and I, I dog on this a lot about um, the NXT guys. And you kind of blame the WWE, but well, I, don't think it's their, I don't think it's the WWE's I'm, I'm fault. Starting to step, I'm, I'm stepping back for a second, okay? Um, I've been dogging lately, and it's been the past two years because I've been more into NXT. But if you really look at the landscape of WWE, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Yeah, D. they're D. all Ambrose, NXT guys. Um, Big E, uh, Becky, Charlotte, all of them. Most of your top stars were in it, NXT. Yeah. Um, the ones lately have kind of flopped a bit. You're not going to see that. But even that's not necessarily true because there were guys like Shinsuke. Shinsuke's done who, well, Samoa who, Joe. Yeah. Um, they've done it. But you're not going to see a lot of these UK guys. So, like, when you go to the UK, there's several promotions already. You go to Japan, they've got their own. Australia, they've got their own. Right. Um, India, they've got their own. China, they got their own. All the WWE's doing is now going in there, signing all the top stars, and making their own show. They're just buying up the stars. Yeah, they're just and they're, putting their own shows on TV. They're just investing in that market, and they're just trying to develop the WWE brand over there. Right, which is to, great to make some more money for the main brand yeah. down the road. That's why I think for them, it's good short term. But I think long term, the issue is eventually they'll have to start developing guys in each of these individual brands yeah. and individual styles. Developing guys that they know will have no shot at coming up and being WWE guys. But there's so many people on the big roster now. Do you really need that, right? If you so I the don't UK, know. Uh, the UK, Pete Dunn. Okay? Yeah, he he might make it. He's the one guy I can see making it to the uh, the big roster. If no one else makes it over there, oh well, we've got enough guys already. We don't want to overpopulate stuff. Yeah. If you go to if you start a Japan one, if you get one guy out of Japan that can make it to the big roster, okay, great. Um, no, you're right. But there's I so just, many shows. 
and they've got this network. They can put stuff on TV, and they can make it, you know, for the market. And they they got their NXT Takeover events now. Pete Dunne will defend his title against Walter at the uh, NXT Takeover. Right. So the the big matches can go to that one pay per view. So they don't have to do a lot of those. Um, but I think it's just a, I mean you've got the money, you've got the idea, you want to go global. You're now you're expanding. Like that's one of the things you, when you grow to get bigger, you have to expand. No, you do. I just, you know what? I I honestly think the WWE should go in the opposite direction, and I think they should take a couple of these middle card guys and move them down to the other shows. Which I think you're going to start seeing happening. Um, I've already heard a few things they were asking. Some like um, recently, Tyler Breeze. So Tyler Breeze was in NXT. Was one of uh, NXT favorite. Never was champion, but NXT favorite. Uh, and then Ricochet. When he was a North American champion, uh, about two, maybe three months ago, uh, had like an open challenge thing. Yeah. And uh, Tyler Breeze showed back up to fight him, and the crowd went nuts. Right. The ratings on the show were, were out of the roof. So I think they're starting to look at bringing some of those guys maybe back down. Like, I would put like No Way Jose on NXT. Yeah, he was on NXT and was garbage on NXT. And then, but again, with the WWE and their travel schedule and doing all these live shows. You don't want your your Roman Reigns and your Seth Rollins doing six live shows a week. But they but they do like Dean Ambrose. But Dean Ambrose one year did two hundred shows. Yeah, because Dean Ambrose is an animal, right? But, but I they'll mean, use a lot of these these guys to do their live shows. You know how mad I would be if I bought a WWE ticket, even <laughs> if it was on a Wednesday, and I get No Way Jose and Apollo Cruz like, matches. It's like the uh, WCW model. Mm-hmm. That was right. I, talk, was I telling about this on the show or not? I was listening to the Jericho podcast, and it was like, it was, uh, the main event was always just billed as DDB, DDP versus an NWO member, but it was like a C member, like Vincent or Scott Norton. It was never like a real, it was all the cruiserweights and the luchadors, uh, Raven, and then DDP versus some random NWO guy. Raven and the flock. They were so good. I love them. WCW was really good for a short amount of time. They did, and well, and they had a balance between all their people. They had balance for everybody. The LWO, the flock. Not the LWO, but the flock. Latino World Order. The Latino World Order was right towards the end is when everything started falling apart for me. But when they had the Wolfpack, the NWO was only like nine or ten guys. Then the Wolfpack was like six guys. And the flock was a thing. And WCW had a core of like five guys. That was a really cool moment where they had enough people doing enough things that they could tell stories. They had a three-hour show. Right. They had a three-hour show on Monday and, like, a two-hour show on Thursday. Right. Meanwhile, WCW Thunder. Remember that? <laughs> Thunder. <laughs> I always used to, like, get excited because the promo had all the big names on Thunder. Yeah. And it was never any of them on no. Thunder. Like, there was no Hulk Hogan on Thunder. It was DDP versus some <laughs> random NWO guy. <laughs> um, I do think that, I think right now, it, somehow, even though we're talking about that they have too many people, I think right now we're all needs bodies it looks yeah. like like they're putting people on matches right now yeah i don't, I don't understand any people of it get hurt doing. no one can no one can juice up anymore so like you know people are getting hurt more and maybe vince should line. maybe vince should shorten those rotations a little bit and maybe the 200 plus bookings a year thing yeah. doesn't work anymore maybe not you know maybe if you go to more stuff like uh, I, like i don't know what i don't know what ricochet and alistair black are doing on the main roster I don't know what they're doing there at all because they still put they still put the NXT logo next to their names. Yeah, when weird. they come out, I don't know what's going on. You know, I I heard at one point so WWE has a, a deal with uh, this wrestling group called Evolve. 
uh, Matt Riddle, who you're watching wrestling right now. That's where he came from. Um, and I want to say the Street Profits are like the Evolve Tag Team Champions in Evolve right now. I don't, I don't know. Um, but anyways, I, you know, I was heard, you know, for programming reasons, they were going to put Evolve on TV. And even they, I think they were talking to Booker T about reality wrestling. They're putting it on, on the network. Haven't seen it yet. The bottom line is you've got this network. Triple H has global expansion. They started in UK. You're going to see him all in Asia. You're probably going to see him in other parts of the world. I think it's a great thing. You think good short-term, bad long-term? Yeah. Time will tell. Let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to wrap this show up. We're going to talk a little bit about stuff that's not WWE. Ooh. Stay right there. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! And next Saturday, they've got Pokemon, and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Men guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. So get on 1488 and enter the nerd vana you deserve where the adventure begins. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, yeah. Before we jump off into this non-WWE segment, which will probably end up that way, uh, talking about them in some form or fashion. Fair enough. Uh, let's talk about the leader of ATA Martial Arts in North Houston, the Nerd Ninja and Cox ATA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they've got two convenient locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. So there's a location for anybody in the Montgomery County area I like to get it. to. Uh, they got self-defense classes, they got Tai Chi, they got adult classes, kid classes, all kinds of stuff from three, I'm not going to do it, Nico, all the way up to 93. <gasps> left some people out there. Yeah, 70, but you know who doesn't 70 leave years out? of people you left out. You know who doesn't leave people out? Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. This past Monday, the Nerd Ninja celebrated his birthday. He oh. cut the cake with a, a knife hand chop. Did he really? No, I tried like to get him to. Have. That I tried to cool. get him to, but he wouldn't do it. Um... Coming up April 6th, the Lone Star Championship at in Conroe, hosted by Cox ATA, the last stop in Texas for the tournament season. Comes right through the Lone Star Championship in Conroe. Nerf Thug Sports will be there recording That's our right. show. We are the special guests. We are the special guests. He's going to get his table set up right in the front. We're going to see all kinds of fun stuff. Yay. So come out to uh, that and watch some great martial arts and uh, see ya boys. Um, but... At Cox ATA Martial Arts, 
They build leaders, they teach life skills, and they leave a legacy. And if you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they might just give you two free weeks of training. Oh, check it out. You can start your wrestling career by learning a little bit about Taekwondo. I recommend it. I do recommend it. I recommend it to everyone. Um, All right, so let's get out of uh, this WWE mindset. I don't want to. Okay, well, we're going to anyways. Oh, okay. Um, So we talked a little bit bit about it earlier. (laughs) The same weekend as WrestleMania, uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan Wrestling, who are probably the two biggest... Promotions outside of WWE at the moment. Oh, did you just hurt uh, TNA's feelings? I mean, they're on Twitch. So, <laughs> no, I didn't. And it's Impact. <laughs> I got some news about Impact. I'll tell you here in a minute. Okay. See if you think right. it's smart. Uh, they're hosting an event. It's like a champion versus champion match. Or I, I think somewhat. That's, I think that's So, fine. the Ring of Honor championship is like a, as a triple threat. But, like, um, the intercontinental titles are going up against each other on both sides. The tag team champions are the tag team champions are are fighting in a champ a belt versus belt match. Oh, that's so the neat. winners take both belts. Um, Wait, so does that mean so like one of them won't have a tag team champion for a little bit? Well, I mean, Ring of Honor and New Japan have like a, uh, a deal together. So, they but have, I mean, like if one of so yeah. the winner is going to take the other guy's belts. So yeah, that's kind of neat. So uh, here's here's something that's kind of interesting. So all elite wrestling has happened. Okay. Uh, it's blowing up already. Yep. Garnering all kinds of stuff. First event is in <sighs> coming two up. months. Yeah, coming up. Double or nothing um, is in April, I think, right? Uh, I think in May. Vegas? May in Vegas? Yeah, May in Vegas, I believe. Um, so the guys from you know the uh, show uh, Being the Elite have all started. It's Cody Rhodes and uh, the, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega's there. Chris Jericho's there. Uh, Hangman Page is there. One guy absent is the villain, Marty Skrull. Oh. He's not in all the wrestling because he's still under contract for Ring of Honor for like another year, <laughs> year and a half or so. That would, so be, that would be so aggravating. Right? So <laughs> here's the crazy thing, though. So Ring of Honor has just latched on to him and are making him like their next big star. So they've given him... Uh, his own faction. It's called Villain Enterprises. That's kind of fun. So it's him, and they brought this guy, Brody uh, King, I believe, that was wrestling like in this California promotion. He's a big guy. They brought him, and then this guy, he goes by PCO. Uh, PCO is in his 40s. Oh. Do you remember the Quebecers back in like the 90s? The wrestling, the tag team? They were a tag team. He's one of them. Whoa. So he like got in shape, did a bunch of stuff, did some indie show. People went nuts. All of a sudden, he started getting all this like huge pop on the uh, pop culture and the the mainstream media. Uh, not mainstream, the uh, social media stuff. Um, now he's part of Villain Enterprises. So like now, Marty is fighting for like the heavyweight title. The PCO and Brody King are like tag team champions of Ring of Honor. Like, and then they've won some other belts in some other places. They showed a picture, and they had like eight belts between the three of them. <laughs> These two guys can thank Marty Skrull and All Elite Wrestling for all their success right now. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, but that's how it's going to be, right? Like yeah. everyone's going to get to go up a peg in, yeah. the, in the yeah in the order. That's great. Um, here's what I think is is also a little a little funny. You ready for this? I'm, I was born ready. So New Japan Pro Wrestling is in Japan. Explain most, that. <laughs> most of its champions are all white guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> their heavyweight champion is Jay White, who's from like New Zealand, I think. Uh, their never overweight champion is Will, Will Osprey, uh, who's a British guy. 
Um, I think they're um, they have a New Japan started this like U.S. title thing, and it's this white guy Juice Robinson. <laughs> like it's just a bunch of white guys are now running New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't know, it's just weird to me. I mean, you know, uh, MMA originally, uh, you know, when all that first started, and they did the first Ultimate Fighting Championship. Royce Gracie. It was all these people from all these different techniques and styles. Yeah. But someone had already said that the Gracie brothers were probably going to win it because of the jujitsu and everyone else on the planet. Like you had all wow. kinds of, you had boxers and all kinds of other things. And yeah. sure enough, the two scrawny little white dudes who were just jujitsu overlords. Brazilians, I think, right? Yeah. Brazilian jujitsu. And that became the thing to learn forever. It's just now starting to move away from everyone being like Brazilian jujitsu obsessed. Right. Uh, it's just funny. It's just funny to me. Uh, all right, going back to Impact Wrestling. Okay. Um, I would say Impact Wrestling is probably the fourth uh, promotion right now behind New Japan. I think fifth behind us. Yeah, us. Uh, six once all, all Elite Wrestling hits, right? <sighs> how's it, like, uh, how's that make you feel? With no, they've got, they've, okay, so their heavyweight champion is Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Impact, Johnny Mundo. He was, you know. I remember Johnny Mundo. He was in um, WWE. They've got some WWE cast-offs. Uh, but they've got some of their own grown stuff, like uh, Sammy Callahan and OBW is pretty good. Uh, they just said that they signed a deal with uh, Ohio Valley Wrestling to be their like minor leagues. To be Ohio Valley Wrestling's minor no, leagues? No, Ohio, Ohio Valley, Valley Wrestling, Wrestling is, is going to be impact. So they've got their like leagues. development. They have got to be prepared to make a big jump and get off of Twitch. Uh, no, I just think there's a lot more money that's gonna that's gonna come to Twitch. You think so? Yeah, Twitch. Um, forever was was competition free. Um, they've just now started to have competition. Remember, we actually behind the scenes had a conversation with yep. what was it, caffeine or something like something that? Something like that. Um, but in a marketplace, and I'm going to be super business nerdy here. Here we go. You never know if someone's the best at it until they get competition. So forever Twitch was the only guy, and so being the only guy, that's not hard. It's not hard to be the only person who does something. You become good at what you're doing when they when people see if you succeed when someone else enters the market. Well, these other companies came in and they they didn't they didn't hurt Twitch at all. So what that means is the Twitch model is the right model. It's working. It's working. So you never knew that before, but now you do know that. And I think what's about to happen is now there's about to be a lot of money and a lot more business to Twitch. to Twitch. Twitch was already getting sponsorships and like Overwatch League signed an exclusivity deal with Twitch and with Disney. So like they're on ESPN and Disney XD, but the peop the only non TV people that can air their matches are Twitch. Right. And it was a big money. It was something like fifty million dollars we know we're talking about it. I think that that's I think there's about to be a lot of money in Twitch, not just not just because people the subscribers pay and people and Twitch keeps a cut of that, which is already a good business model, but just there's going to be, like, I think you're going to see a bunch of, like, monster money, Mountain Dew money. You know, I mean, Twitch isn't really regulated either, so, you know. Uh, but what I, what, I, what I think is, is interesting when, when you look at it, um, as far as I know, if someone can listen to this podcast and radio show and, and correct me, but I don't believe Ring of Honor nor New Japan have, like, their own developmental Programs. No, so New Japan has like their dojo where the guys train, right? The like houseboys kind of thing. And then what what they do is they then take them, and New Japan has deals with uh, some groups in Mexico and AAA. Uh, Australia mm, yeah. and Ring of Honor. They they partner with each other, um, and what New Japan does is once they get out, they wrestle 
you know, and Cork and Hall and some of these the B the B stuff, and then they will loan their guys out to other places and they get their credentials they, and they come back. You're right, and they come back um, skilled. I don't think Ring of Honor small. They have anybody. So for Impact to take Ohio Valley Wrestling, which at one time was the developmental league for WWE, they were they were um, at one time the the people, and to have their own development. Um, it, it makes me feel like they are starting to maybe take another step in the direction. Because at one point, they were the number two brand. They were. They, they were. were. When WCW fell off and ECW, when WCW and ECW were gone, went away. And in the early 2000s, you know, they came out of nowhere. They were TNA, and they mm-hmm. split from TNA, and they started doing their own thing. They mm-hmm. still affiliated with them. Um, now, they're, here they are. They're, they're trying to make a run at it again. And then you have Jarrett and some stuff kind of crashed it down. Uh, oh, by the way, Jeff Jarrett's now on the creative team of WWE. <laughs> so is Dana Warrior. What? Uh, I told that's you, odd. I told you we'd come full circle you back did, to WWE. You did. Um, so it's, it's just cool. I saw that article. I was like, you know what, man? These guys are trying to make a step into becoming more legitimate. And I, I think it's I think it's a good step. No, I agree with that. I do think that they're trying to kind of come full circle um, in in. I think the I think what they're doing is they're uh, the baseball model instead of the NFL model, right? They're trying to get out of the business of having to outbid everyone else, right? So if we have our own minor league and we have guys who are ready to bring up, no one else t- can touch them. We'll right. give them a, maybe a little bit more money at the minor league level, so now these guys can make a living thirty five, forty thousand a year. Yeah, yeah. But when they come up, I don't have to give them eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand, right? Because I've been taking I care of them for a couple of years. Also, don't have to shed money out on a big star from to come in and then. I can build not, my own. Re- not really make it right, which has happened absolutely all over the world. Absolutely, um, you know that's happened plenty of times. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Nerd Thug Wrestling. Woo. We'll be back next week with a special guest. Uh, one segment we'll talk with him a little bit about some uh, indie wrestling here in the Texas area. Ooh, uh, the podcast drops at six oh one p.m. Don't forget you can catch Nerd Thug Wrestling every Friday from two to three p.m. live on FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Or worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Yeah, you can download that IRLoneStar.com app uh, on that purple podcast app on your iPhone. There you go. Or Google Play Music. You can also download Nerd Thug Wrestling in those those situations as well. Uh, but we are going to get out of here. So for the Captain Joey Savage. With Corey DLG. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.